welcome to Cartridge Command, your weekly retro gaming podcast where we discuss and review the classic and not-so-classic games of the 8- and 16-bit era. I'm Nick. And I'm Eric. And this week's game is ActRaiser 2, Part 2, for the SNES. <laughs> yes, welcome immediately back to part two <laughs> of ActRaiser 2 for the Super Nintendo. It has been a moment. Sorry about the delay in between parts one and two. Uh, feel free to go back and refresh yourself if you forgot where we were. It's been quite a summer for everyone involved in the cartridge uh, command bunker. But luckily we had uh, Dale jumping in to grab the reins and keep the ship afloat. Yeah, that's episode 286, by the way, listeners. So... Let's get right back to it, or let's listen to a segment that we're putting in right now. folks here we are in the general chat portion of our show and i would just like to start by saying that it wasn't until the last maybe two levels of this game that i was actually comfortable controlling the jump in ways that i wanted (laughs) it is weird well and part of that at least personally speaking was just learning how not to do certain jumps whereas this will never be useful so just ignore it (laughs) don't use it you know yeah, but especially towards the last half of the game, there are many places where you have to double jump, but you do not want to swoop jump. No, no, you just get that right out. I almost never use that. Yeah, but often I would try to double jump and then swoop off the ledge. I'm like, <sighs> no, you, you got to learn. Yeah, you got to learn how not to <laughs> not to trigger that on things. And, you know, the the platforming, which is a pretty significant portion of this gameplay is pretty tough. But it's not just that, uh, you know, the the combat, the fighting the enemies is hard. Like, this is a hard game. It's one of the hardest games, I think, on the system. Yeah, I mean, even like the stupidest rinky-dink enemies that you just fight all the time take two, three, four hits. Yes, I'm sure we'll get into this in a level-by-level section, but the very first level, like, I remember, okay, there's a bunch of little, like, goblins attacking, and they all take two hits and these little like caterpillar all these things i was like these are the weakest enemies in the first level like i was getting overwhelmed i remember being like what the what's happened to me i can't i that's one of the reasons i was like all right i gotta try this on easy because it's kind of uh humiliating when a stupid goblin you know you're supposed to be an angel or whatever and these stupid little goblins take you too much oh for sure and the thing is is uh when you've got like three enemies on screen then the real problem is that you can't kill one of them fast enough to then avoid the other two. Well, yeah, and while it's not a huge problem in later levels, that very first level, it's easy to get a screen full of evil butterflies and goblins. I don't know. They can just start spawning up because the enemy spawns are pretty frequent and <laughs> fast and furious. <laughs> yeah. Well, they repeat. They respawn once you leave and re-enter any area. So especially in the first half of the game, I mean, I was literally just creeping, creeping along because you – you don't want to spawn more than one enemy because you have to really commit to fighting the enemy before you can take on anything else. Otherwise, you're going to get hit from behind or vice yeah. versa. You can't kill them fast enough to keep the lawn mode, you know? Yeah, it's it's frustrating. And it and it really kind of takes away from like the 
the feeling of like i don't know beating your way through the world or being cool like it, yeah. it's just i don't know it's it's a bummer because i think we'll both agree here that the game looks amazing yes i, I this game has such good graphics and i think it is more a than huge it, step up from the first game yeah and and more than anything i think that would even as a youth pull me back because i was such a and still i am a huge fan of fantasy stuff and and it's just like you're this massive bulky like awesome looking ripped angel and, and yeah like, very right. uh frank frazetta looking yeah yeah and all the enemies super cool the backgrounds look awesome yeah they they and they go from you know just straight up looking beautiful and stuff but there's a lot of neat uh little like ideas and certain like you know the the one level where there's like there's airships that are just like chained to these birds that are flying and carrying yeah. them or these weird like where it's like oh cool like there's there's a lot of neat stuff going on here or like in the forest level there's like drips coming down and running off the mushrooms in the background and stuff oh good lord that forest mm -mm -mm. it looks great and they all do like it's it's truly amazing yeah the animations while a little stiff in some of your like fighting attacks and stuff otherwise all look really good oh yeah especially yeah your main sprite like we kind of mentioned before that when you're skidding off a platform that back flap you're you're doing with your wings like it looks so good that the first couple of times i didn't mind that i died I was just like wow look at that like it's it looks so amazing <laughs> And I really like the character designs of a lot of the enemies and the bosses. They're really unique and interesting. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it's just such a bummer then that the play control and the difficulty are just such a huge barrier to actually like, I would never have gotten to the last half of this game if I did not, you know, have uh, cheats. Oh, yeah. I never, I mean, even as a, a kid borrowing it, I don't, I, I'd never made it to the final level. That's for certain. It's a hard game no matter how good your controls would be and then having them be kind of this this weird kind of unintuitive and you know you're only using two buttons you know if this was an nes game i would applaud it for all of the amount of control they were able to cram into the only two buttons you have but it's when you have four unused ones just laughing at you while you're trying to charge up for a magic spell it's like oh come on <laughs> and, it, and it's not even like this is a launch game like this is a game that came out into the life cycle of the super nintendo this should have been a no-brainer yeah absolutely i don't know why i don't know i i don't know if maybe that was requested by the you know that's i, I want to see that document to find out who to blame for the things that don't quite add up here you know yeah i mean and on that same note Let's talk about the, the missing God game experience, because I don't understand why you would take that out. I know SimCity was incredibly popular for the Super Nintendo. Yeah. And the thing I loved about the first one was that not only were those sections in there, they just weren't too deep. They were just deep enough to give you something else to do. But it wasn't like SimCity level of, oh, I got to make this area perfect to move along. No, yeah, you're just you don't have zoning laws or anything. And, you know, in a kind of RPG style, it allowed you to kind of level up yourself a bit, get some extra life or magic or whatever before you went into the next level. Which is another big problem I have with this game. And that is that even though you can take this game in many orders or out of order, if you'd like, since your character never progresses, no, you never yeah. get anything new, you don't get any more anything and you only carry the magic amount you have into each level it starts over yeah so even though i i went out of order and i missed one of the very early levels that level was not easier when i went back to it no it was just no. another level there's no advantage to sequence breaking or anything it's, it's it's rough it really is just like a 
just straight up old action arcade game. You know what I mean? Kind of feel like. Mm-hmm. I mean, even Black Tiger is more complex gameplay in some ways. So it's like woof. Yeah, and you know that overhead map is just really window dressing to make you think you have like a little more control, which you do. You can control what order you go in, but I feel like it's almost more confusing than just having a story mode. I think it definitely is because some you'll get these hints of like there is something happening to the east. Yeah. Okay. You know, I'm over there looking for the, an island that was a turtle. You know, in the water, and it's like I. It took me forever to find some of these levels just because I would if, have rather my um, angel companion just be like, now we must go visit the town of Blank. This is the problem. Yeah. Yeah. Because if there's not one of those little circle of stones on the ground, it's it's difficult to be like, all right, where where am I supposed to go to check this out? You know? Yeah, and you just spend a lot of your time just going over the area with your little your sky castle, hoping that you get some sort of text pop up on the screen, like the Forbidden Cove or the name yeah. of a city, and you're like, oh, I guess this is a place I could attempt to go. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So it is it is disappointing. I definitely miss those sim stages, but. On the upside, in addition to the graphics, and this game has great music, too. Yeah, and the music is really good, and luckily you do get to hear it. It's not drowned out. I don't think it's as memorable as the first one. I'm sure technically it's more, I don't know, more complicated or, you know, it's got more going on. But some of the early, you know, Yuzo Koshiro, I don't know if he did this game, but I know he did the first one, and it it had a couple tracks I can still remember. And this, not so much, but they all sound great and on model if you will for a fantasy epic quest oh for sure but i do love that it has it has some great sound effects a lot of which are returning from the first one that are very unique and very accraiser your neat little like tings when you're blocking with your shield and that oh yeah that's always very satisfying that weird sword that like huh huh like when you're attacking like it's it's <laughs> only accraiser makes that sound and i love it yeah and i mean that's my biggest uh I don't say a problem with the game. It's just that there was so much care and time put into the graphics and sound and it <laughs> looks and sounds so good. Yeah. It's just one of these games where it's like, why did you make it so punishing? Like, why did you stop so many people from getting to see all of the beautiful and hard work you put into this? Yeah, it's it's mind boggling. Like the like I said, I played it on easy, but I wouldn't have said I had an easy time. I was still cheating. It's still like it just like crept more towards manageable. So it's uh I don't know. It's a, it truly is a mystery that can only be solved by finding that document, Eric. We we have to go on a heist, I think. All right. Well, if anyone out there knows the location of this document, you know you know where to find us. Yes. this is it the level by level portion of our show so yeah after having defeated deception and freeing the king's mind we are then ushered on to our next adventure by our angel friend yes we leave the palace we we hear there is some suffering some crying to the uh the southern area i think it was southeast <laughs> yeah yeah there where the king has Got a little tax crazy and has a giant massive debtor's prison where we must invade and save the unrightfully imprisoned. (laughs) Yes, and Leon. You know, and isn't that just the way of all kings? Yeah, yeah, man. But this this is a pretty interesting level because it's actually a huge maze. Yes, it is a maze, uh, not in the, like, standard sense. 
because there are lots of like looping areas and whatnot lots of weird doors that it's it, you know you can end up i don't know it's easy to get lost in here or, or just keep going back through the same stuff while you're looking for the, the the real path and i'll tell you it truly is because that uh the hardest part of navigating this area is the fact that it's so samey looking through a lot of it you've got a lot of these corridors and vertical shafts with chains in them and things that just repeat over and over again i mean it's a pretty cool looking dark stone prison i guess you know lit up by some fires and such you're fighting some little goblins some archers in here which isn't too bad the enemies here didn't really bother me no uh the ones that really get me um were the they're like ghosts that have the medusa path oh sure yeah they can be annoying and then another like straight Castlevania ripoff here was the uh, the bone dragon pillars, the bone pillars. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They have those there, but those aren't hard either because you can just block their, yeah. their fire with your shield. That's right. You know, you do want to watch out for the spikes in here. There are a couple areas where it's a low ceiling and you have your kind of weird jump. So you have to, you know, to the goof swoop. Yeah, you got to do a weird low double jump to get by because sometimes, you know, it'll be spikes on the floor, spikes on the ceiling. You never know. Yeah. You know, we could give you the play by play on how you get through here, but you're going to have to figure it out on your own. Uh, the one thing you have to do, though, is make it to a long corridor filled with spikes, ceiling and floor. That's when you see that, you know, you're on your way out. Yeah, yeah, where they're moving up and down. A true blast. There is one how, of those. How did you get through here? Um, I remember it being a big pain in the butt. Yeah, well, there's definitely some save stating going on there. There is a mini boss right before. It's that one. I've seen it called the Werebeast, but we fight it repeatedly on previous levels. It makes another appearance here, but the for the the floating or the the moving spike tunnel is mostly just waiting yes being patient trying to resist that urge to think you could swoop past all this stuff where mm -hmm. it's like don't mm -hmm. don't be a fool and that where beast easy as always just stand in the middle it jumps at you and just hit it when it when it gets close mm -hmm. but if you get past the where beast and past the long chain of spikes you will make it to the boss yeah it was a little like goblin king wizard or something <laughs> he's on a, a kind of a neat looking little throne of skulls and uh he starts flying around and shooting orbs at you magic orbs yeah i really like this room as well because not only do you have his throne there's like a nice painting behind him i i love the painting because it's a little goblin king riding a horse and it, it looks hilarious i love it so much i agree and then you have these cool like uh, shafts of light coming down yeah yeah and we also didn't mention that his throne is a throne of skulls and bones yeah but that's the most exciting thing about this uh boss fight because the boss himself is pretty lackluster yeah not not very tough uh <laughs> floats around like you said shoots those little uh balls at you if you use your upward fire magic uh the raging bomb yes the raging bomb that's what i used against it it's the mvp of the spells i've you know yeah you raging bomb this little goblin man and he is dead in just i think three or four hits not a difficult foe thankfully gratis clear it states and you return to your angel friend yeah who tells you the king made a secret deal with the demons so you head back to the town but people are still being taxed so and they claim that they can hear the sound of a dragon coming from the king's castle oh i who would have thought that you were this game would have so much uh tax policy buried in it <laughs> Well, you know, you know, it's interesting, this town, because these are, is there just one King of Leon? Aren't there supposed to be more? Uh, you know, that's what I heard. Now you return to the Castle of Stormrook. Oh, yeah. 
You mode seven your way down there and a wonderful display. This level, much more straightforward than the last. <laughs> Definitely. Which is fun. You start on some battlements. You get a cool looking moon in the background. Oh, this moon, top notch. So not only do you get this beautiful moon, you have the rolling clouds you know, above it. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, your standard floor crawling enemies, more of the annoying Medusa style ghosts. They will fire magic bolts at you, so beware. What do you think of these weird uh, little skeleton head moths? Little, uh, yeah, I don't know. What are they, like death's head moth? Or <laughs> They're kind of fun, but none of these enemies are too hard. You do get to a mini boss pretty quickly. Kind of similar to some Castlevania where you have those bone dragon heads here. It's, it's a uh, giant serpent. A serpent. This one has its skin on it. Uh, and I do like that its jaw is articulated when it shoots fireballs at you. Yeah. But once you defeat it, it's, yeah, really not that hard. You can sort away. You, you, yeah. know, you can use some raging bombs if you want. but Save them. Yeah, a bridge appears, and then you come into the gilded hall at the inside of the castle. It is so golden in here and so shiny that there are specks of light floating around. This is where I truly became a coward because there are some knights in here the with the shields mm -hmm. and that like they're a pain in the butt to fight to get behind to hurt so i would just like nope skip past them those and the rolling guys down the that roll down the stairs at you 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 have to hit them at the exact furthest point you can and hit them constantly and if you do not you will not kill them before they bump into you no, yes, you have to be super quick about it, too. Like, they take way more hits than you want, and it's, like, hard. It's very hard. frustrating. It is. It's hard to avoid taking damage there. Meanwhile, also on every stairwell and vertical shaft, there are little arrow slits that are they're cool. They're like little mouths, little yeah. faces. But, you know, they're just a big pain because that's happening while you're trying to avoid and dodge and fight these other things. Yep, yep. There's some spike pits as well that you ride over on, the, on our little crab friend again. Well, remember, he's... Not your friend. If, if you stand there too long, it will attack you. Yeah, well, or you can cut those arms down. Yes. And then uh, we will soon find ourselves in another... Our old friend's back. Mini boss. boss. Yeah, yeah. The demonic beast or whatever. But you know how to fight this guy. Same old, same old. Easy peasy. You do want to watch out because there are spikes on the ceiling. Mm -hmm. And we're not talking uh, Snoopy's cousin here. These are dangerous spikes. <laughs> it's bad news. You clear the, uh, that area, and more of these uh, old friends of yours, the, the knights with the shield, huge pain in the butt. Yeah, it, it, you know, especially here in a, in a, a narrow, low passage. They're, they're, even for a coward like me, it was hard to get past them if, if you decide not to fight them. No, more of the annoying uh, roller guys. I hate them almost more because, like, at least, like, there's a, a, a little game of cat and mouse you can play with the knights. Those roller guys, man, those ball men. You have to be on it. If you don't hit them the first second they're in your range, it's over. You're yeah. definitely taking a hit. You, you got to get that, that very final pixel of your sword. Yeah. Uh, and then eventually you'll find yourself coming up a vertical shaft of uh, stairs and being chased by a wall of spikes. Classic. Yeah, yeah, which not too bad. You got these skull ghosts that have that sine wave pattern we all love so much, but they're they're not too tough. But, you know, like everything else in this game, they're not just a one hit. Those are like at least a two hit. <laughs> yeah, it's always just so frustrating. You get back outside, greeted once again by the beautiful moon. You know, you've got some platforms you got to jump across as you go from parapet to parapet. Yeah, I really like these these castle towers here, too. They look great. You know, the blue roofs, uh, some more of our old friends, the Cyclops. I like the Cyclops because they're easy. They don't do much. 
Yeah, they're just a big, big galoot. You can platform your way to the right, and then you fall down into the boss's room. A throne room slash treasure room slash dragon's hoard. Oh. And if you were expecting to see some sort of magnificent dragon, well, I'm sorry to disappoint you. I, I actually like this little dragon because... A, it's not yet another giant, like, it's a dragon head with a neck made of all, uh, spheres, you know. It, uh, I agree. I'll give it that. And I, I like the way it's wearing a lot of, like, rings and jewels and <laughs> necklaces. <laughs> that is my favorite thing about it. And it almost even has, like, a bit of a gut. Like, to me, this is, like, like the, the longshore dragon. He's like, hey, <laughs> I got all my rings here. I got my necklace on. Why are you in my palace? It's like, hey, I'm hoarding here. <laughs> I'm hoarding over here. But yeah, it is uh, not a giant dragon. It's just a little bigger than you. And like you said, it is decked out. I mean, we're talking rings, necklaces, wrists. Uh, what are those things called? Wristlets. Bracelets. Bangles. There's a real name for it. There are bangles. I can't remember. But he is just covered in jewelry. It's awesome. And he flies around a bit and doesn't shoot fire at you. He shoots these like... I don't know, stars, little bolts of electric, like little balls of electricity. Well, in he, a he has spread a red pattern, the lightning bolt, but there's like, he blows wind at you that will yes. push you around and there are spikes on the walls. So you got to be careful about jumping and stuff. I mean, that only is really dangerous if you're, if you're swooping or jumping, if you're walking, you, yeah. the wind is not too much. Yeah, and again, you don't really need to get up in the air here. I think he, I don't know. He's not too tough of a boss. No, the lightning strikes are a little hard because it's not very easy to dodge. I think he does shoot out maybe like a giant fireball that bounces around. Mm. But uh, like you said, use your magic wisely. I think it's three or four hits. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. You leave Stormrook, and we learned that the king did uh, make a deal with this dragon. Yes, the dragon doom. Yeah, what a jerk. Uh, then we move on to the final town of Humbleton. Mm-hmm. Now, this town... Does it only exist if you have defeated the other towns? On that, I don't know. Because I think this was the point at which I, I did not go in the correct order. And it's uh -oh. either here or after this that I was stuck until I was like, oh, I missed a, a level in the top right area of the map. Oh, sure. I, I mean, I know I went out of order earlier uh, mm -hmm. on accident, but that was like the third world level town, whatever. Yes. And what, what makes this place of Humbleton so interesting? Well, they have decided to build a tower to your Sky Palace. So they are trying to Tower of Babylon. That's right. They're trying to become masters themselves. How dare they? Yeah, and, uh, and your, your, your angel assistant tells you on the top of the tower, you can, you know, they have a bunch of machines and you can see the master they created to worship. So that's false idols. Mm-hmm. The Tower of Souls. Yeah, so show time. Yes, and that's what it is. I think the Tower of Souls will not appear until you have defeated all of the other ones. Makes sense. So there's only one thing left to do. Prepare yourself to battle, because there can be only one master. That's right. <laughs> these these people need to be put in their place. Yeah, that's right. Why don't you just slaughter them? No, uh, so, and in here we find ourselves in a tower. Um, looks all right, bricks, stuff, but we, we can see the kind of technical stuff where... You have a little robot pretty quickly. Kind of kind of reminds me of Fugitoid from the old Ninja Turtles line. Yeah, yeah. I liked it a lot. I think it's really cool looking. But there's some like gears and techno stuff. What looks like a water heater. These little weird little tanks. Yeah, mechanical tanks and stuff. Like, uh, Lots kinda... of gears spinning in the background. And then a lot of our old favorites, you know, uh, Sine Wave Skull, Sine Wave Ghost. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
but you have to climb up on these gears to get to each level yeah it's gotta you kind of gotta snake your way up this tower there are some like lightning electro hazards you got to watch out for which to me honestly was the hardest part of this level was trying not to get hit by those while you're in the air and then falling down and having to repeat because there's a big open area in the center of the level that you can fall down through or you know and then have to start again oh and i did yes multiple times <laughs> and you're and, and when you're falling through there you're going to get hit by that that electrical lightning zone and I was confused at first because I was like, oh, go to the edge where these doors are. And I thought that would be like the way up, but it's yeah. not. Yeah, no, they do kind of tease you with these doors where it's like, you can head outside and it's, and then what? <laughs> There's nothing. <laughs> yeah. So basically, it's it's slightly maze-ish where you're just trying to figure out how to find the next set of platforms to get you higher up in this, this temple or yeah. tower as it is. Yes, yes. Uh, I was a little confused at one point where... I uh, I think this is one of the many times I dropped down where I was like, oh, I guess I got to swoop across and uh, you don't because you just have to wait long enough for a little little motorized vehicle to come get you that you jump on top of. Yes. Which are tricked there. Pretty cool looking little like cruiser. I don't know. They, they look <laughs> they remind me of like a little shallow bathtub with a motor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we have the um, spike ball wielding furry head makes yeah. another appearance towards the top. W weird little enemy. And then uh, confusingly, the exit is like off to the right and down, not at the very top of this tower. Yes, it is. It is kind of strange, but, you know, it's the way you gots to go. And once you're in there, well, what waits for you, Nick? It's the one and only, you know, maybe the first time we've ever seen this in a video game, but it's a boss rush. Yes. And of all the games we've played that do have that does that do that does have a boss rush at the end, at least once you know what you're doing these bosses are all pretty easy yeah yeah they're, and they're not too hateful anyways it, now the room you're in to fight these bosses is pretty nondescript it's just a room temple room with two uh like a statues in the background holding orbs mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but i do like the glowing symbol that appears you know yeah blue glowing rune or something uh the first first boss we fight is our old friend, the Venus flytrap. Looks darker here, kind of a gray color instead mm -hmm. of the, the old green, but same patterns and such. So, yeah, you just block the shots and then jump over it and beat it up a bunch. Once you've defeated it, there's a door to the right. Go in that one and you're on to the next boss. Yeah, our good old serpent giant snake friend that we just defeated a, a little not too long ago. Yes, what was once a, a boss became a mini boss and became a rushed boss. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. Oh, this guy's nothing. You just block his <laughs> block his fireballs with your shield, you're done. And now we fight the we've got a again more darkly colored vulture bird that you know it comes down. Uh, this time the statues are holding platforms. So yes. that's something different. Which you can use, so I don't know but that it's you really, don't really need to. Yeah, because this guy, I don't even think I use magic on this guy because he just he, he gets hurt so much when you swoop in. Now, every two or three, I know on this one, um, bosses, you do get a power up for health back. Yeah, which is, is greatly important. Uh, mm -hmm. You don't get your magic back always. So you do want to like hold off on that because next up you fight Pegacentaur. Yeah, Peganite. But he only takes about six swings. Especially if you can, you know, you've still got those platforms so you can do your, your dive and stuff, or your down thrust if you need to. If, you, if you're quick and nimble, he's a pretty easy foe. Yeah, defeat them and move on to the ghost. Yeah, he's all black and white now. A little scarier looking, but not any harder. Yeah, he's, it's one of the more cartoony bosses, I thought. Agreed. It looks like he's from the wrong game. It looks like an evil, like a Slimer's evil older brother. Yeah. 
following that, our oldest of friends. That's right. The the old demonic wear beast. He's still got his shield, still got his scimitar. Those pretty still much as easy to like just spoof into a like a corner or a jumping method where if you hit him he falls down and you can just do it over and over and over again yes and when he's finally defeated you can get to the top of the tower where we'll meet the true boss what is this boss called destruction it is truly a bizarre thing yeah you've got a, a center like face and it just has a bunch of like tech like weird objects floating around it mm-hmm that you have to avoid. Um, it, it shoots beams at you that will follow. There are a couple spread shots that come out. It looks like one of those bosses where you're like, I have to beat all the pieces around the outside to defeat it. But you don't. You can still... No, I was very confused by this boss when I got there because uh, circling around it, let's go over these. We've got a uh, like a machine, a bomb, a clock, a globe, and yeah. what was the other one? It's like a crossbow or maybe like a... <laughs> I don't know, like a compass or an astrolabe or something. Or mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And what happens is they spin and spin, and then when they stop, whatever the arrow that is pointing down from the face uh, lands on, that's the attack it does to you. Yeah, which if you keep up your, your damage output, you probably only have to deal with like two of these like, or three, you know? The problem I ran into is the first two times it, it used its attacks, it was the clock, which s- freezes you. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh, I guess I'm just taking damage here because I can't do anything. Yeah, by the time yeah. I broke free, it was like, got to the next clock, it got to the next thing, and it was a clock again. And I was like, this is really, really frustrating. So I don't even know what all of these things do. I know the bombs blow something up. Yeah, there's, you get this, like, some of them, one of them shoots the little blue balls that split into four. It's it's really mm-hmm. hard to connect them sometimes because this, this boss is moving left and right, and it's not always on the screen when it's deciding what to do, so to speak, so... Sometimes you're just seeing stuff coming at you. But one if, of the attacks is a bouncing fireball. I do know that. This is a good one. Like, hopefully you've saved some magic because your raging bomb will really come in handy here because he's like right at the right height to peg him. Yeah. And you do. You do. You should save some magic for this guy because otherwise it can be a, a bit of a tough fight. One of the few in the game. Absolutely. And you defeated it. You hang out with your uh, angel friend. He says, Master, you've done it. That's right. You've. <laughs> taught these foolish humans these mortals their rightful place as <laughs> says i remember a man who had great faith once said if you believe in the master then he will be there Ooh. and uh someone who believes in the master will be able to see him and they they saw us for sure we came down there and we tore them up oh yeah the last thing they ever saw but then uh we are made aware that Deathime, the castle of tanzra has surfaced that's right. Back from the first game, this was the final area. And it's basically just, all right, you got to go there and take him down. Uh, we find out there's so much air pollution that has destroyed all of the plants. Yeah, that's what you get from all that industry. What jerks. But yeah, Deathheim is in the center of the map in a volcano out in the middle of the ocean. Yes. And, and to get in, you have to crash the Sky Palace into it. To that's break, pretty metal. Break his shield. Yeah, which is... Pretty fun because right away you can see the ruins of the Sky Castle and lots of dead cherubs. <laughs> you know that this will be the final battle because once you've destroyed the Sky the Sky Castle, there's nothing left you can do. Yeah, um, I was pretty amazed that there were dead cherubs littered throughout the beginning of this level. Oh sure, and then right away a, a, an angel, uh, an angel down there that gets just slayed. Yeah, off screen by some some lasers. You know, it is like. He or she, you know, they're 
honored to have been fighting for us and it does warn you that seven of the demons have been revived they're much more powerful than before at least that's what the angel says before it also is slain by some laser beams off off screen <laughs> and they say the last thing that they can do is give you this extra power the yeah. power to shoot a beam from your sword pretty sweet a- power that i wish i had from the beginning of the game would have been so much better <laughs> i know <laughs> so you move and that's the the end of that screen and you move on you can see some some waves some some water at the bottom of the screen and greeted by a familiar face it's the old snail languor or whatever yeah i guess we should have really labeled that last one as a mini boss rush yeah yeah and because this is truly the boss of bosses rush yes and it's so yeah snail time yeah and you know granted they are tougher but now you've got your projectile attack so here we're... which makes everyone so so much easier like i this is i feel like how the game should have been played i mean yeah i, yeah. I love being out of this range attack but the bosses especially that first one you know you dodge his rocks from the sky but you don't have to get up close so whip yeah. away you could dodge block them i do like this the snail will shoot its lasers out of the its antenna which is this is the guy. This is what was killing those angels. Those are the lasers coming yeah. from off screen. So avenge them. If you were them. sad, then you know who did it. Uh, you defeat the snail and move on to the floating uh, hairy skull. Yes, I believe this is jealousy. And... Yeah. And this one is with uh, the ranged weapon, like the easiest of all. Yes, it, it wasn't that bad to begin with. And now you can just stand on a platform and blast the, the little flame that is its weak point. Mm-hmm. You are under underwater fighting it, which is kind of cool. And then you are in the next level, falling with the water. Yeah, which is cool, as it drains out, and you you find yourself in the little like ant hill room where you fight that big bug, that ant stinger scorpion bug. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Since you have a ranged attack, you can take off about three fourths of its life from from the time it awakens, falls down, and walks over to you. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and then you just hit it a few more times, and it's done. Yeah, I think I just... lost like. A, a ball of health here now the next fight is where we're on some you know floating rocks moving upward we've we've dealt with this before and and now but, we have to fight not one but two in a row we have the demon fury mm-hmm. and then the dragon and and this is this one while easy to hurt the bosses since you don't have to be right up on them mm-hmm you do have that danger of being scrolled off screen. Yes, or falling down. It's Or falling down. So this is actually a little bit of a challenge here. Yeah, I, I thought so because, you know, if you if you do a swoop wrong and start sliding off a rock, it's over, you know? Yeah. So this was the only part, I think, that was hard of this boss rush. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely had the most trouble with it. Uh, following that, you have the, uh, the grossest of all the bosses. <laughs> what was this thing? This is deception. This is what, mm. this was the king's nightmare in the palace or whatever. Yeah, with his weird gut and horns and all that. Yeah, yeah. The fireballs do hurt, but since you have that range, you're not just uh, stuck swooping down at it. Yeah. You can shoot your little fire, your little slash balls, fireballs, whatever, at angles, which, I mean, it makes a lot of these bosses where you could only hit them through swooping or diving yes. much easier. Yes. This is one of them. This especially, yeah, because you don't have to chase them around to these weird platforms. You can just stay where you are and fire away. And you just fade in and out between each of these rooms. You don't even have to go anywhere when you're done fighting these last few. Absolutely. Defeating Deception will take us to Destruction. 
again, who we just defeated, and now is even easier because you don't have to get anywhere near it, and you can just blast that face in the center. Mm -hmm. We'll probably only have time to do one, maybe two attacks. Yeah, you destroy it, and you don't phase away this time. You walk forward and see another angel hurt with a maybe a book at its feet, asking if you are all right, telling you you're running out of time. You must hurry before, oh no, Tezark has risen and shot a fireball through it, killing yet another angel. But with his dying words, it does give you a password. Mm -hmm. uh, I also like that he says, the time has come to fight. The outcome of this battle will mean life or death. I was like, hasn't that been every battle? <laughs> whatever please don't forget my last words gl5 x13 <laughs> then you walk on the background fades to black and when it fades back in there he is that's right tanzra himself and he looks awesome yeah one of the greatest like it's one of those big boss sprites he appears to be sitting in a kind of mirror pool of water reflecting but... pool of some sort yeah so you can see his, his upper body and one leg sticking out yeah, you got a knee sticking up and then a tail beyond that that attacks mm -hmm. you from the left. He has an arm kind of pointing out, a big demonic horned face. And what, to me, I don't know if this is supposed to be a shoulder pad or something, but it's like its left arm appears to just be the head of a triceratops. Yes, <laughs> it is awesome. He's all scaly and dragony and like creature from the Black Lagoony. Yeah. I love the look of this this boss like yes it is one of my favorite looking sprites and bosses ever not super animated but that's fine man it's it uh, it shoots what do we got we got some we got that scorpion tail attacking you it can you breathe fireballs and ice balls or just the red and blue i don't know what you want to call them they're yeah. like little floating around and they break up and then uh the weirdest one of his attacks is his uh thorax opens up yeah yeah and it shoots out like a series of orbs at you like large ones which in that little you know blue heart i don't know what your stomach maybe i don't know that's the weak point you want to hit and it's you know, it can only hurt it when it opens up so you have to be like hit it a couple times and then be ready for it to shoot at you i was really expecting something to happen from that triceratops head yeah i was kind of disappointed myself i kind of love the fact that it doesn't do anything it's just like it's just part of me man it's just there for you to just, what is that what could it do why yeah now what does make this boss pretty easy for a, a final boss is that like so many attacks in this game you can destroy the projectiles yeah so you would just want to stay on top of that and since its weak point isn't available most of the time it's kind of easy you don't have to divide your attention so and and if you stay right in front of the or say under its head that scorpion tail won't even really reach you yeah i don't i don't think i can get that far at all so i i found this boss fight to be pretty pretty you know it's long but not hard yeah it's, it's kind of tricky because you do lose your heads up display while this is on so you can't see like it's life bar but mm. you just but you also to... don't really need to use your magic here no I, I yeah i don't think it would even hit or i mean i'm sure some of them would but but you know the range you have on your new sword power is more than enough uh, well, with I... the last blow explosions happen a little lacklusterly around it Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the head disappears and then death helm is cleared you won't really have magic because it's hard to have it and keep it this far into the game especially because i played through this game on easy up till here and so i was used to having tons of magic but then i i switched i used the password so because you, you'll just get to the tower and when you beat that tower of babel level it's just like hey try playing on normal and it's like uh so I, I used a password to switch over and that was kind of heartbreaking was like when you realize that 
you know, on normal, you only start with three spells, three MP mm. per life. And on the easy one, you got like five. Ah. Well, once you have defeated this boss, you turn back to stone. You are told that the battle between the master and Tanzra is over. Tanzra has been destroyed and the master has disappeared. Peace is returned to the people of this world. It's hard to believe that a nightmare ever, that such a nightmare ever existed. Time has passed. The grapes have ripened. A man looks to the sky and whispers, Thank you, Master, for giving us good crops this year. Time has passed. The frozen land of the north is now covered with grass. A woman looks to the sky and whispers, Please help me find someone special. And this goes on and on. Like, I mean, <laughs> way more than you want. Uh, the story of how he saved the world will be talked about for many years. The Master will live forever. Yay. And then you just get a bunch of, of like credits coming in while the statue your stone statue it gets like weathered it's like first you got some wind blowing by and then some snow falls on it and accumulates and then rain i think mm -hmm. but the statue yeah, is slowly breaking yeah the sword and wing fall off so while the legend may live forever the statue will <laughs> this, not there is this has reached the statue of limitations and then finally a dove lands on your broken arm a beautiful sun breaks through the clouds it says the end and a flock of doves flies on by you think that uh i think those doves pooped on your statue oh 100 percent. they must go the master must return <laughs> and then hilariously you have a uh best player the best five players if, if you have a high score you get to put your initials in I, or your wow. name <laughs> what a strange way to end uh such a long and arduous game <laughs> Alright folks, here we are in the final portion of our show, the review portion, and of course we use the classic Nintendo Power Review System that has four categories, each one with a possible score from 0 to 5, starting with graphics and sound. And I gave this game a 4.0. Okay, I went with a 4.5. I can see it. I mean, the graphics are awesome. Like, they are mm -hmm. the high point of this game. They look great. The sprites are all awesome. I love a lot of the bosses, design choices, and the music's good. I was thinking about 5.0, but I feel like the music, while very good, was not quite as good as the first one. Just uh, the compositions yeah. themselves aren't as catchy, I guess. I don't know. Um, they don't live on in my memory, that's for sure. Yeah, there's a lot of great uh, backgrounds. Unlike the master, I've forgotten about them. <laughs> Yeah, so it's you know it, it looks and sounds really good. Uh, I mean that's the that's the high point of this game is the the looks and the sounds of this game are top notch. Yeah, this is the kind of thing that you see it in Nintendo Power and be like, oh man, I'm at least renting this. Yes, I certainly did myself. I my my only graphical complaint is like maybe a slightly larger variety of enemies, but yeah, they all look good. So deal with it. Next up is play control. Uh, and I gave it a 2.5. Same here. Your jump is far too slow, and the variety of jumps are too confusing. They just don't handle the way you want. I, you know, it's it's one of the, this definitely the weak point of this game is that it's like, say if you saw this in Nintendo Power and you'd say, okay, I know how this is going to work when I jump and swoop and do these things. And then you play it and it's like, no, that's, <laughs> so you really, it, it's almost like you have to learn how not to do things as opposed yeah. to how to do them where it's like look just keep away from this or whatever it's, it's in my mind i shouldn't be getting the hang of it in the final like two or three levels of the game yeah and to be fair you know the 
not a lot of levels require your weird jump stuff. So, but it, it's just kind of there to trip you up, you know, like yeah. accidentally swooping and sliding off stuff. It's just, it's rough. It happened to me way more often than I would have liked. Following that is challenge factor. I went with a 4.5 here. So did I. <laughs> uh, my only note is so many hits. Yeah, all the all the enemies are, are so tough. Even the little ones, it's frustrating. If you aren't on every enemy from the second it's in range, it's it's getting through. It, you, oh, I hit it four times? Too bad. It takes five. And if you aren't hitting it from the very beginning, you don't get that fifth hit in. It's hitting you. Yeah, and you can battle your way past them. You know, if I can't, anyone can. But it, it, this is definitely a game where if you play the first level right away, you're going to be like, holy crap. Like, I remember being depressed by how hard the very first... Like, it does not shy away from just blasting you with as many enemies at once. It's on screen. Like, it uh, definitely takes some getting used to. Truly rough. And finally, we have theme and fun. I went with a 3.0. I went a little lower, 2.5. I do think the levels are cool. I love the ideas of the different sins and all. But the the difficulty just saps a lot of the fun out of this game. You don't really get to enjoy the levels because you're just creeping two spaces waiting for an enemy to get to you you know again with the play controls like it's so close to being awesome but instead it's not so it's and of course you know not having the the sim stages the building stages from the first one you know i know we've already kind of talked about how heartbreaking that was but just having those to kind of relax in between a brutal level and power up a bit would be nice there's oh for sure this this is another game where it just does not give you a chance to enjoy your powers or you know it's does not frustrating it's really frustrating too because i feel like in a game where all of those different types of jumps controlled well would be super fun Mm -hmm. having the ability to swoop and dive and dot is like man that's what a cool amount of things you could do yeah it's just i never got a handle on them here and there aren't really levels designed to let you do that in a fun you know it's like nope it's only there to punish you pretty much (laughs) so nick as always i ask should you play this game i'm gonna say yes i I think it's really hard but it's it's worth a shot uh it may take a lot of patience to beat but i I think it's worth at least trying to see experiment around i said no oh I think you should just watch a playthrough and uh, go back and replay the first one. It's definitely a lot more fun. Uh, while this game does have some really cool graphics and some really cool things, I'm not sure it's worth the, the headache getting to them all. Ouch. Next week's game will be avenging spirit for game boy yeah so find a copy of that game any way you can and play along friends that's right and if you want to get a hold of us if the master is not answering your prayers you can send them to us on at cartridge command at gmail.com you can get a hold of us at what cart command on x (laughs) for as long as that's still around (laughs) or as long as we're still on it i don't know uh zed us over there whatever you do um or facebook you know at cartridge command you know we do love hearing from you we take all of your uh recommendations throw them into the big list of games and a lot of times we we love hearing them because you'll bring up a game we hadn't thought about doing and usually does deserve at least a look yeah but of course we have to go out of our way to thank those wonderful and fine folks to give to us every month at patreon.com slash cartridge command because it is their support that makes this show actually happen that's right 
you know, we are two working class guys working on a house and every waking moment of their day, <laughs> uh, working at a factory, who knows? But yeah, uh, yeah. we rely on your support to pay for our hosting fees, you know, our equipment, anything like that. And you let us keep doing this podcast that we love. Yeah. Building up our, our patrons would not build a tower to get to our sky palace. So we appreciate right. that. You better not. I mean, but if you do, I, w- I don't care. Do it. See, how dare you? Just bring a beer or two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, thank you all so very, very much. And as always, cartridge commandos. Game on. Game on. Hey, can you hold on for a second? I'm about to pee my pants. Oh, sorry.